second episode of the Amnesia Jelly podcast. Uh, once again, it's Max and Sammy who are coming across you through the airwaves to blow your bloody minds. Hello. So today we've got Sammy giving me a conspiracy. Last episode, obviously, we did the Hitler conspiracy and that was great. Uh, so Sammy has Since been... Since then, we have seen the picture of the supposedly dead body of Hitler and I can confirm it does look a bit fishy. Yeah, that's right. So um, uh, since then, so Sammy has been researching this Diana conspiracy in a way that I can only really describe as disturbingly autistic. He has just sheets and sheets of information. I'm flooded by I'm Diana bloody, information. Here. I'm bloody ready to jump well, into the Princess coffee. Princess Diana is actually one of the scalded. biggest conspiracy theories out there. It's Ever. one of the big ones. Yeah. What are the big ones is 9-11. Yeah, 9-11 is a very big one. But actually, I read a quite, quite a crazy statistic that 85% of the UK population actually believe Diana was assassinated. I believe Diana was assassinated. What do you think, Finch? Our red eminence producer. Red eminence. The eminence. red eminence of our producer. Again, Finch is with us. As just he shake, always Just will nod be. your head if you think she was assassinated. Finch it, does. Yeah. Finch didn't believe well, he was assassinated. Right here. Yeah. Finch, are you glad she was assassinated? Oh my God, he nodded yeah. his head. I can't believe <laughs> he hates it. Diana. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm just going to go straight into it. Um, but before we, we get into the murder, we've got a lot of context to go through. So we're gonna we're gonna go all the way all the way back to the sixties. Oh, the swinging sixties, right after Hitler died. (laughs) Right after Hitler died. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, do email email us in any point during this podcast. Yeah, questions, anything. Just tell us what you were doing today. Let me know what your day was like. Amnesiajelly at gmail dot com. We haven't got round to looking at the emails from last episode. So that's because we're not reading them because we're literally recording this one right after. Oh no, oh, the illusion's, the illusion's broken. broken. Anyway, so the week. royal family, you, you sort of imagine the royal family Love to, them. Be, to be, you know, they're born into royalty. They're rich. They have everything they want. I have had this about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I hear they are born into royalty. You would think royalty. that they would be able to have sufficient comfortable relationships with each other but actually (laughs) they're they're just like us exactly it's a bit like an episode of jersey shore or Or jeremy kyle reading this so um jeremy kyle should do a royalty edition (laughs) so back when prince charles who's the heir to the throne first son of our glorious queen elizabeth that was me kissing when he was 24 he started an affair with a lady you might have heard of Camilla? Oh! oh, I haven't. Who is Camilla? You don't know who Camilla is? No, uh, I'm not very okay, well, tuned into gonna, the royal family. You're going to find out who Camilla is. Like, um, you gotta, you got to keep in mind, I didn't live here for <laughs> 11 years. <laughs> you're so. a bloody immigrant. That's it. <laughs> I'm stealing your jobs. I'm taking your education. Yeah, so he, he was with a woman called Camilla. And Camilla had been in a long-term relationship for six years. With? With a man I can only call Andrew Parker Bowles. He was a cavalry officer. <laughs> Andrew Parker Bowles. Uh, yeah, Andrew Parker <laughs> Bowles. Um, he's a cavalry officer. And he's actually the godson of the Queen. So a little bit of... Ooh. A little bit... You see Is that a bit incesty of, then? Or well, no? it doesn't stop there. So basically, they started having an affair. They started fucking. So basically. hang on, Prince Edward. Prince Charles. Prince Charles. The son of the Queen. The son of the Queen. Prince Charles, the guy who's had a kid recently. 
No, that's no, really his out. son, right. Prince William. Prince Charles is the Peter. He's a friend with Jimmy Savile. He's a paedophile. <laughs> P- potentially, he's. A I pedophile. don't know. That's a different conspiracy. Next yeah. week, <laughs> <laughs> is Prince Charles a pedo? <laughs> no, Prince Charles is the first son of Queen Elizabeth, and he's next in line to be king after the yes. Queenie gets okay. killed or yes. dies. Um, so who's so the queen at this point? Queen Elizabeth is still the queen. Nineteen oh. sixties. Okay. okay. Uh, I didn't anticipate how little you knew about the royal I don't family. I know anything about anyway, the royal family. Anyway, <laughs> so Prince Charles, he's having an affair with, with uh, Camilla. Camilla's, Camilla's husband is Andrew, but Andrew starts to have an affair as well with Prince Charles' sister, Princess Anne. Fuck, hang on. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Here. There's a lot I've got to take in. So the queen we've got now is the queen yes her brother no her son her son so prince charles is her son yeah but oh, she fuck. also had another I they were child okay no prince philip is her husband got it i figured it yeah so prince charles it's not that difficult no it's no. fucking camilla prince charles is fucking camilla camilla's husband is fucking charles's sister so it's anne. all crisscross yeah exactly and anne is only 19 and Andrew is 30 at this point. Fuck! That's really fucking... And we're in uh, a strange position because you think 1960s, royal family traditions wouldn't really apply, but they do. Yeah. So Prince Charles is not allowed to marry Camilla because Camilla isn't a virgin. Oh, because shit. Because she's been with Andrew for six years and that's common knowledge. Does he want to marry Camilla? Yeah. Do they did. all know they're having an affair with people? Well, this is the thing is Andrew and Charles are kind of friends but Ugh. he like has sex with his his girlfriend like quite openly because he's you know he's the prince he can do whatever he wants. Yes. So Andrew is literally cucked. Andrew's a cuck boy. Andrew's a massive cuck. Um, so Andrew's basically the the red eminence. Yeah. Yeah. Finch, yeah. Finch is a huge yeah. cuck. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but Anne really wants to marry Andrew. Yes. But Anne can't marry Andrew because Andrew's a Roman Catholic. Oh, yeah, because they hate the Catholics. Yeah, so they're in a strange position, but Camilla isn't actually that into Charles. She's kind of with Charles for the power, but right. she wants to marry Andrew. Okay. So they get married and the affair, both affairs stop. So they get married. So hang on, Camilla prefers Andrew. Camilla, yeah, she wants to get married to Andrew. She's been with him for a long time. She sees herself with him. She doesn't see a future So she's just Charles. fucking Charles for the status. Yeah, pretty much. Do you think he's good in, in bed? Uh, well, I know for a fact how Charles is in bed, and we will get oh! into that. <laughs> I've got witness testimony. I've been fucked by him. So <laughs> I did a lot for this podcast, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I dressed up as a kid. I went to Prince Charles's house. <laughs> I gave myself to him. <laughs> I was in a little schoolgirl costume. It was terrible. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so they stopped there having their affairs. Mm. And so Camilla... The Cam- 19-year-old yeah, yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camilla gets married to Andrew yes. and becomes Camilla Andrew, Parker the Bowles. Cuck. Yeah, they become. They get married in 1972 and they have a child. And guess who the godfather is? Charles! Whoa, that's really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit fucked. So then two years later, Camilla's like, ah, oh, why not start fucking Charles again? So they just start fucking again. So she's fucking the godfather of her child yes, now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of Andrew and son. And Andrew knew that they're fucking. Does yeah. he know now? Andrew 100% knows. So what would happen is Andrew would get used to coming back because he's a cavalry officer. So he'd get used to coming back home from the army to finding Prince Charles just in his house with his wife. 
What the fuck, man? How can you get to a point in your life where that's fine? <laughs> where you're just like, oh, that guy's... Well, I guess, you know... Oh, uh, that guy's fucking my... What, Prince Charles? Old Charles, a boy. Well, this is the all thing. Is they're all massive royalists. Yeah. So Charles can do whatever he wants. Oh, so it's like a respect. He yeah, exactly. Charles. I respect you. You can fuck my wife any you. day. That's what Finch yeah. does, of course. So, to us. So, basically, Charles is sort of... Tr- trying with girlfriends but not really he really only wants camilla so hang on didn't charles marry someone or not he will do but right. at this point this is um 70 74 so 75. he has he doesn't actually have anyone he hasn't got anyone he is literally camilla knows how to do everything with him camilla is like just perfect she, so what about andrew's 19 year old is he just left no her he's now? just left her not, yeah not he's not fast. with her not yeah fast. yeah he's just not with Anne. Yeah. um Poor so Anne. charles charles goes for a few relationships but like only half of them actually have sex because like he's actually really happy with Camilla and oh. doesn't need anyone else. He's happy to not so, commit. And these women have spoken about how Charles is sexually. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read some direct quotes now. <clears throat> so he was voted inaccurate as a lo- in, in <laughs> disappointingly inadequate as a lover. <laughs> um, so here's some quotes. He's the least tactile man I have ever known. <laughs> He made love to satisfy himself. <laughs> he had like the <laughs> he had the equipment, but he didn't know how to use it. <laughs> so what? He had a big dick. Yeah. Well, also they took a picture of his penis, and no. it was actually leaked in the newspaper. Oh, so we can actually it's... look at Prince Charles's cock. Yeah, he has day. a big dick. Does he? Yeah, but no, apparently no. He didn't know how to use it. Also. What ha- would happen is his aides would bring girls up to his room. His aides would yeah, his, bring girls his up special, to his room. His special, like, well, assistants. Oh, I thought, which you is, said, I thought you said aides. No, no. <laughs> They're pronounced the same. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, my aides is, uh, is attracting women. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, it is the 90s. So, yeah. It's, no, it's no, the it's 70s. No, it's not. It's the 70s. Um, all different ballpark. So, he would, he, would, he would get women delivered to him. No way. Just women would be delivered to him and then they'd be whisked away. Oh. Yeah. And he'd be shit. But he did... But actually, to be fair, if you're a woman and you've been fucked by Prince Charles and then he ditched you, you would say he's shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, you yeah. know. Exactly. He might be amazing. Oh, he he probably isn't. No, he probably not. <laughs> Hello, darling. Oh. I'm just going to get my penis out now. Oh, shit, so I can't I... get your bra oh, right. Is that, the, is that the vagina or the butthole? Right. I just can't quite... Oh, I do wish you were a child. I'll tell you that one. <laughs> So, but however, in 1977, he did propose, uh, he did propose to his, well, he met a girl in 1977, he proposed to her in 1979. Her name was Anna Wallace. Is that the 19 year old? No, no, that's, no, that's not his sister. Oh, (laughs) shit, that's his sister. (laughs) No, he's just a a girl, she's like um, in a family of rich people, basically. Rich girl. But um, this event happened in 1979 at the Polo Ball. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> Finch is saying the podcast. Finch, Finch, our producer, is not happy with all our paedophile jokes. Well, for, <laughs> well my paedophile <laughs> The truth must be known! <laughs> I haven't read Royal anything family. about Charles being a paedophile. The family's going to sue us. But anyway, so in 1979, this thing happened at the Polo Ball. Can I just ask, is Charles like generally renowned as like a good guy or is he a shit guy? Well, Charles is... You know, you know how he is sexually him. and how he is with Camilla and how he doesn't respect mm. so he's his bit, friends. So he is a cunt. Yeah, he is a massive cunt. Like, yeah, for but sure. Like, to the public because, as well. You know, th- look, this this will undeniably make you understand how Charles is because he had the polo ball. So 
He went with Camilla. What's the polo ball? It's just this event. Oh, I don't right. really know much about it's it. Like imagine a, they all eat polos. It's a ball. <laughs> they eat a bunch of... Oh, they're oh, minty. Oh. And then they play polo. How's the queen? Water oh. polo. Various forms of <laughs> polo. While eating polos. <laughs> Only polo stuff but, here. There's so lots of people dressed he, up as the guy from Mighty Boosh. He went with his fiance. He went with his fiance Anna Wallace. Okay, and yeah. Camilla and her husband were there. Mm. And this is... <laughs> so... So what happened was he, he, just, him and Camilla started like frantically making out and dry humping like at this. What in front of everyone? In front of everyone. What? Uh. Yeah, yeah. In front of Andrew, like loads of people were really uncomfortable about this. What the fuck? Um. Yeah. I, she basically said. Um. She basically said something like, "Not even you, Charles, can treat me like this." Like, and you never get a chance to do it again. What, Camilla? No, the, his his fiance said that, oh but Andrew God. didn't say anything. He's a cuck. He's like, a he just let it cuck. happen. He stayed with <laughs> years after it's that. It's all right, Camilla. I still love you. Just give us a kiss. It's all better now. Oh. Um, That's not what I sound like. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, basically, then three weeks after that, he met. Diana. <gasps> Charles met Diana. So it wasn't actually long before his last relationship fell. But Diana's so lovely. <laughs> Charles sounds like such well, a cunt. Charles at this point is 33. Diana's 19. And Charles is the, you know, the heir Mate, to the throne. The guy's a pedophile. I know You can fully confirm. Look, he used to play golf with Jimmy Savile. I've read this. I heard about this. Yeah, I mean, so him him and Camilla were basically an item, despite mm. the fact that he was trying to, like, get a girlfriend anyway. Like, yeah, he would like, go to events with her. He'd have advisors telling him, don't bring Camilla as your escort. She's mm-hmm. married. Fuck and you. he would be like, I'm the heir to the throne. I'm the prince. <laughs> I'm the heir to the Iron Throne. Yeah, you realise a lot of this stuff is quite Game of Thronesy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he met her at a he met her at a house party. Diana described. I don't even know rich people had house parties. Well, it's not. What do you think? It's how, not going to be like. What a, do you think of rich people house, house parties? Party. Like, <laughs> hey, you come here much? Oh. <laughs> you got any MD? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny Bob, pass the ketamine, will you? <laughs> oh, see, I have. Let's never play been. truthful dare. <laughs> Spin the bottle, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Diana, <laughs> uh, have you or will you ever be assassinated? <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I can't tell you. I'll do dare instead. <laughs> All right. Yes, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, so he met there. She described him as all over me like a rash. That's so how I describe like, you to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Charles, yeah, to the throne. Yeah, the 33-year-old. He was all over that 19-year-old, all over like a rash. Yeah. Oh, man, what's your relationship with Sammy like? Oh, it's just like a rash. So they quickly started dating. Um, She was introduced to the royal family. Hang on, but she spoke so despicably of him. She she meant all over me like a rash in a good way. Like, oh, he was really into me. Who has ever said that in a nice (laughs) way? Well, she probably said that when she was bitter about it, but like at the time. (laughs) You know know when you change the story, like after you're angry with someone. I remember when we first met, you bastard. You fucker. Yeah. You cunt. Yeah. Yeah, remember when we first met, you were all over me. Like a rash. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> like a rash. Uh, yeah, so so they started dating. Um, was this she after was int- or before Spin the Bottle? This was much after. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so she went on like the royal yacht, the Britannia. Oh. She met the royal family and they like gave their thumbs up. They're like, she is suitable for 
you know, Charles, future Charles. queen. The queen just takes her side. Listen, <laughs> you're a fucking virgin or what? Yeah. She's like, uh, yes. She's good, Charles. She's good. You can have the pussy. I'll chuck her your way. I can smell a virgin. <laughs> can I drink her blood a bit? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Charles, I like, no, no, Elizabeth, come on, it's not the time. This one's special, but what's also quite sick about this is Camilla was still with him, and she was kind of, she was saying that, oh, you need to get married, like, you need to have child, like, you need to carry on the royal fair, and she actually helped him, like, choose Diana. That's weird. Man. Yeah, you're really uncomfortable, I can see. Because yeah, he's a paedophile as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> you can't stop calling him a paedophile. That's not part of my research. I'm sorry, man. You're shouldn't. ruining everything. All the royal family are paedophiles. Jeez, everyone knows this. So they were together for like a long time and she really quickly noticed that um, she, he was with Camilla. He was a cunt. Yeah, he was a cunt and also he was with Camilla. So the Sunday Mirror actually published an article claiming that Diana had left a party, snuck on the royal train and had sex with Charles. But it wasn't what, Diana. after the house party? No, this was like in the future. They've started dating now. Oh, dating right. a few but it months. was Camilla? But it was actually Camilla because oh. Diana was home that entire night. And oh, in the shit. picture, it's like a, a woman that isn't her. Fuck. So Diana had the choice of either being like, yeah, I did sneak and have sex with him on a train, or he no. had sex with someone else on the train. So, so she just like said none of it's true. So now Diana's like a female cuck. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Andrew should get but together. But she hoped that once or they Finch. <laughs> she hoped that once they got married, that they would that would end with yeah Camilla. yeah yeah he'd mature yeah so to commit. so he went on ski trip and after three days of being back, he finally summoned Diana there. But it was a royal request, so it was very formal. She turned up there and just Charles didn't kiss her or hug her hello or anything like that. He just was like, "Will you marry me?" And but doing a Charles voice, will you um, marry me? <laughs> she's just sitting there. He's like, "How was your day? Um, yeah. yeah, I've had a really good one. I've been yeah. scared. Will you marry me anyway?" Yeah. yeah, he said it so suddenly that she started laughing. She didn't know how to take it. And then he was like, "You do realize one day you'll be the queen." <laughs> Got really intense, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then, and then he just disappeared to phone up his mum. Mummy, I've asked her now. Mummy, I did it. Do I get my Do I get my Coca Cola now? I, you know, I really want my lollipop. Please, mummy. After that, they didn't speak for weeks. So Aww. he just disappeared. What didn't romantic. Speak to her. Yeah, Diana actually got worried. She tried phoning the palace. I understand why you do that. Like Diana was fucking hot as shit. Like, why would you yeah. do that? I'd be all over her like a rash. So then, then he actually all over her like a rash. <laughs> yeah. So he he um was going to go to an Australian five-week royal tour. And he said goodbye to Diana at the airport. And it was really, it was a really shit goodbye, basically. It was like, oh, goodbye, Di Diana. Diana shed a tear. She shed a tear. Of sadness or of missing him. The reason why she cried was a few hours ago, she had had to listen to him say goodbye to Camilla over the phone while she was in the room. And she had to listen to an over-sentimental, gushy goodbye from Charles, be like, oh, I miss you so much. Like, so she was realising that this... Guy's this, a cunt. This guy's an arsehole, yeah. Is that the worst boyfriend I've ever had? I wish I could have been Diana's best friend and just been like, listen, yeah, girl. Yeah. You, you can do better. Listen, girl, you've got to sort yourself out. So, Jeez. She's like, yeah, but I'll be royalty. <laughs> so she actually, um, she developed bulimia during that five weeks. It's a great French diet. 
It's good. It really works. <laughs> it wasn't that good for Diana. She, she went through quite a lot. I've been doing it for like a while. I've lost loads of weight, man. It's great. <laughs> Joking. Obviously, that's terrible. Yeah, it's very ter- yeah. it was very terrible. She developed bulimia in Buckingham Palace. And um, Charles was starting to admit to himself that He's a he cunt. had absolutely nothing in common with this girl and actually couldn't bear to spend time with her. Oh, for fuck's sake. So he actually went to his father, Philip. Uh, oh. To to say, look, actually, I don't want to go through with this From marriage. one paedophile to another. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> Philip got so angry that he started, like, screaming abuse at him that Charles just ran out of the room. How <laughs> old's <laughs> <laughs> Charles? Charles is, like, 35. This fucker is a pussy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe this guy exists in a world still. What a fucking Just imagine pussy. Philip, the old, like, 60 year like... Hang on, let's what? act it out. Let's act it out. I'm Philip. I'll come in. Okay. Daddy, daddy, listen, I must tell you something. <clears throat> Diana's a fucking bitch, and I'm tired of spending time with her. She really pisses me off. I'm going to divorce her. D- daddy? Daddy? You no. bloody please! No, I'm sorry! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and then he runs out anime style with his like, hands behind his back, like, woo! Um, so three weeks before the wedding, there was a belated 20th birthday party for Diana. Ah, But it was like... Is she still bulimic at this point? Yeah. So what happened was she... You can tell that she's emotionally unstable. Yeah, she's vulnerable. You know, like actually Elton John played at the wedding. There's a link. He's part of the assassination. And he's a (laughs) paedophile. And he's a (laughs) paedophile. A bunch of paedophiles in a room. Fuck's sake. Diana got too old. We have to get rid of her. (laughs) She's not 19 anymore, don't (laughs) we? But she actually stayed till 5am in the morning after all the guests had gone just dancing, like all by herself. Well, like all a bit kind of vacant eyed. Yeah, yeah, like she knew that this wedding was not a good idea. So she immediately drove to see her father. And she told her dad, who's Earl Johnny Spencer. So has she had the wedding now? No, no, it's in three weeks' time. Oh, right. So this was just her 21st birthday. This I was guess. just her 20th, yeah. yeah, 20th birthday. She drove She drove to her dad and she said, I don't want to go through of it. And he was like, it's your duty as a Spencer. And then she ran out anime style. Yeah, yeah exactly. Both <laughs> of them went to their parents. <laughs> Hands behind their back. Yeah. Then um, <laughs> five days before the wedding, Diana met with her two with her sisters, who had also oh. tried to charm Charles, but they had failed. Oh, but These Diana people are succeeded. so fucking fickle. Exactly. And they were like, no, it's too late. You're on the tea towels. It's too late. What's the tea towels? <laughs> it's just like, they're printing enough face oh, is that, the tea Is that towel. the royal way of saying you're on the rag? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's your period. That's just a direct quote from them. you're on the tea towels you can't let it happen (laughs) I know yeah so they they got married and this is a quote from Diana this is a few years after her marriage she says there were three of us in the marriage so it was a bit crowded she's of course referring Uh, to Camilla yeah so Camilla never went away Charles was pretty much solidly always with Camilla during the entirety of their marriage two days on their honeymoon two days after their honeymoon they were aboard that Britannia yacht and that Charles was discussing yacht. his itinerary with Diana and nude pictures of Camilla fell out of his diary right in plain view. 
Susan's just like, oh, what do you think? What my nudes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think kind of pictures Camilla was sending? Like, spread ass cheeks, yeah. like clear butthole, like, mm, wearing knee high socks. How old is she at this point? She's Camilla's old. the same age as Charles. So, so this like is 30. the thing is, Camilla was an overweight, kind of old, like, woman. And Diana was. I love you, Charles. <laughs> Get in, bitch. Never leave me. Who, <laughs> oh, these facts are good. He was also married. She was also married to another guy. Yeah, Andrew. And, like, Diana was, like, young and intelligent and quite beautiful. Mm. So Diana's self esteem was being destroyed by yeah. this whole thing. Like, can you imagine on a honeymoon? Like, oh, fuck my dude. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that's happened to me on holiday many a time. <laughs> so I've been looking through my phone. Fuck! No! So Diana's response to this was to start stuffing her face with food well I thought she was bulimic so it's all attention that's how bulimia that's what you do you stuff yourself with food and you throw it all back up again I sorry I got anorexia confused with bulimia yeah yeah so she started stuffing her face with food and throwing it up again and Charles response to this was classic Charles and started doing the same (laughs) starting to rather than trying to like comfort her he just wore his cufflings as a present from Camilla which are two interlocking seas like to show their unbreakable bond like on his honeymoon while his new wife is like throwing up in the cabin very visibly this person so, is so fucking horrible so Charles just literally has no empathy no love in him Look, at all I'm putting it out right there right now I think Prince Charles is either a psychopath but like he has the potential to be as bad as Hitler. So wow. Like if he wasn't born into royalty, he could he could achieve like. But would damage. he still be a bad person? I mean, was it royalty that created his character? That's what. No, I think yeah. you have. Like, I think he also had an element of just. Was, he's so born this a is cunt. this is what I've been trying to prove with the context is even if they didn't kill Diana, they're still cunts. They're still fucking. They're still cunts. really horrible people. Prince Charles is like literally purely disgusting. I. <laughs> Oh, I fucking hate him. I'm really pissed off. <laughs> You're really angry. Yeah, it really upsets me. Yeah. Princess Diana was nice. Everyone loved her. Yeah, everyone loved Princess Diana. So this is what started to happen is Princess Diana got a massive amount of media attention and she started to rebuild all the like reputation that was lost by the royal family. In, the, in three years since she got married, the royal family became like quite loved and quite respected. But before Diana was there, they were like they're fucking degenerates yeah exactly so and Diana Which never got are. much appreciation or respect for doing that from the royal family she actually always felt like an outsider because she had mental health issues because she had bulimia so um, you know they they kind of you know they didn't respect her no, or, yeah. or give her the appreciation she needed to get so she got pregnant um, with William and she thought oh well maybe this will be the missing spark in our relationship I mean look I'm putting this out there now though at the same time like Diana's dumb like yeah, she, she should have gone through with it. She but, should have just left him like straight but away. This is the but, thing. I mean, is, obviously, she's been pressured by a lot of people. She had no one in her social circle. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like if she just had someone. I mean, she did leave him eventually. Eventually, yeah, yeah. But it was really difficult because they needed yeah. approval from the queen to get a divorce. Fucking hell. So she got pregnant. She thought, "Oh, I'll have a, I'll have a like nice little happy spark," but it it didn't happen. So at one point, when she was three months pregnant. Um, she was heard to scream she intended to kill herself. When Charles called her bluff, she hurtled herself down a shallow flight of wooden stairs where she was found by a horrified queen mother. So the mum of the queen. Like, ah! But, like, this is horrible. Like, like that 
she would make several suicide bids throughout their relation, throughout their entire marriage, and Charles would do what he typically did, which was to completely deny it was happening and ignore it. Go on, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, jumping forward quite a bit, um, she had William in 1982. Then she had Harry. In 1984, Charles made a very, very brief visit to the hospital um, during his second birth. He popped in and went, oh, it's a boy. What a and fucking... He's even got red hair. A... <laughs> that was it. And then he went off skiing. What a fucking deplorable. <laughs> this guy is so fucking deplorable. <laughs> so um, you, we got some extracts from their arguments. This is upsetting. Um, so he would say, Charles would say to her, how dare you speak to me like that? Do you know who I am? So of course she knows who you are. She got married to you. Fucking cunt. <laughs> You're just so angry with Charles. I really hate him. <laughs> like, he's the worst. Frieda. Finch is nodding in agreement. Doesn't yeah. it make you a bit angry, mate? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking upsetting. Well, You can't treat someone this way. I mean, I know I make jokes, but yeah, like, yeah. this is fucking shit. So what Princess Diana would do is the only attention she could really get, the only thing she could really get back at Charles and at the royal through family the media. was through the media. So literally every time there was any kind of event happening, so when the Queen was going to... Like, is that all the tour, argument they had? So Oh, the, yeah, there was, there's more extracts from the arguments if you want to hear more. Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. yeah so... Um, she she would say to him she on one occasion she threw a teapot at him washed away <laughs> yelling so English You're a fucking animal Charles and I hate you and one time she shouted out the window at Charles You're a shit Charles an absolute <laughs> shit <laughs> You're a shit Charles You're an absolute shit That's so tame though Yeah yeah I would call him a cunt <laughs> oh, A teapot No my weakness <laughs> Not the teapot Anything but the teapot but yeah, I mean, so she would use the media attention. So when yeah. the Queen would go out, she would conveniently like appear me publicly again. And the Queen would be quite pissed off to see Diana taking the front page and uh, and, and her being like much away in like page 24 or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> Is this the Queen we currently have as well? Yeah, it's the same Queen. So she's a cunt as well? Yeah, the Queen. The queen I is, mean, she's a lizard. She's I mean, kind of yeah. like a godfather figure in this whole story, oh, really, because you only really hear from her yeah, like, in this the is like This is like a Batman in Suicide Squad. The Queen <laughs> is Batman in Suicide is that, Squad. Is that what you're trying to say here? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm trying so to say. So Diana became good friends with uh, a Royal Protection Squad sergeant named Barry Banneke. So some people say that they had... More than a friendship, they were actually physical. They're fucking. This was in 1985. Okay. Um, but most people say that actually they were just good friends. And your opinion and is she that She just as well? needed someone to talk to. She needed someone to open. I also up don't to. think it's like in Diana's character, maybe to just. Fuck. Yeah, this time she 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 was still saying that she was in love with Charles maybe. and that she wanted the relationship to work because she had two kids and you know she had this image, but. You know, Charles was sneaking away to have sex with Camilla, like, you know, all and just the time. And at this point, they were sleeping in separate beds as well. And, you know, she was still struggling with bulimia. So they really didn't have much of a marriage. But they started talking. And at one point, Charles overheard her talking to him about his relationship with Camilla. So Charles immediately picked up the phone and had him, rem like, had him move to a different area. It was then, two years later, Barry Manneke died in a car accident. So immediately, this is the way that Diana found out about it. They're about to... How long? Two weeks or two, two years? years okay, two years. Two later, years later, 1987, after he was moved away, he died on a motorcycle with a collision. So Charles 
and her were waiting to get into the airport. They were flying to France for some reason. And just before they came out, there's a huge amount of paparazzi out there. Charles said, <laughs> he said, um, oh, I got news from the protection unit yesterday that poor Barry Manarchy was killed. Terrible shame, isn't it? And then Diana burst into tears. Fuck and me. then he went, let's go, darling. Your press awaits you. And like, tr- like got out the car, like to force her to like go out in public, like crying about oh her. My fucking but God. Diana was convinced from the moment she received the news that Manarchy was the victim of an MI5 plot. Yeah, this man's... Prince so Charles she was fact. convinced that he was killed for knowing too much about Charles and Camilla. Now, there isn't actually much evidence to support this claim, really, because the person who did kill Barry Manarchy was a 19-year-old driver who admitted that she wasn't able to actually drive. She didn't have a license and she killed him. It's very possible it could have been an MI5 plot, but I literally have no evidence to support that. Do you reckon, that. like, if it was, do you think that's just Prince Charles being Well, a actually, fucking... there is some evidence, actually, I forgot. So a few years later, Diana had another lover who was also a cavalry officer, and his name was James Hewitt. And if you look at a picture of James Hewitt, he's got ginger hair, and he looks a little bit like Prince Harry. Oh! But apparently they didn't meet until after he was born. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of people out there who's who... Saying? whisper and say actually they met a while before that and it's secretly his child but hang on how does that tie into the other guy oh, well i'm killed? gonna get into it but now that i'm talking about james hewitt i've got to say that actually there's this amazing thing that happened so he james hewitt in his bedroom he's only got one picture and it's a picture of prince harry oh. by his bedside table and when he was asked about it he refused to explain why yeah, it's his kid, isn't it? It's his kid. It's his fucking kid. <laughs> Proven. Fuck you, anyway, Charles. So, so James Hewitt said that he received two direct threats on his life, both from people he knew personally, and they said that it was in his best interest in his health that he ended his relationship with Diana or he would meet the same end as Barry Manarchy. So him and Diana had like an affair. He, him, James and Diana definitely had an affair, yeah. Right, so yeah. that's confirmed. Yeah, that's definitely confirmed. That's confirmed. <laughs> that's definitely myth busted <laughs> the president no, called he he's it, confessed yeah. yeah so I mean uh, I, basically she she started to try and escape this marriage which was going to be very difficult so she orchestrated a book on herself um, she claimed she had nothing to do with it but actually there's a lot of proof that she definitely Is had proof to do with it no it's not the one I read it's called um, Diet uh, Diana, her true story, and in it, it's like very open about Charles' relationship with Camilla. So there was a lot of genuine hate in the royal family towards Diana for leaking this information yeah. and making the royal seem bad. Um, so to get back at her, they released a recording of her and a guy that she was seeing at the time. This is not James, this is a different person. Um, so hang on. To the media. So hang on. She was. Cheating on Charles with one guy, the ginger she's guy. Been, she cheated basically post-1987. She cheated on Charles with multiple men, like at least 10. Okay. Like she was having a lot of affairs. Right. So this is the thing. is like Charles cheated on her only with Camilla from the very start of the relationship. Diana tried for a long time, but eventually just gave in and just she kept... fucking kept, lots of people. Yeah, kept going through multiple lovers, sometimes at the same time as well. That's so, a bit fucked. Yeah, so Diana didn't but, have a stability. Like, I imagine person. that's just like James Stewart was the closest she went. Yeah, I imagine right. that's just like a situation of just like when you're getting put down so much and stuff, you become starved for affection, don't you? And then yeah, you just yeah. start fucking getting it wherever you can. It's yeah. just sad. Yeah, absolutely. Poor Diana. So this he <laughs> she called him his nickname Squidgy. 
<laughs> so these are called the squidgy tapes. Or squidgy oh, gate. the guy she was fucking? Yeah, she called him squidgy. Whilst they were um, fucking. So what was happening was MI5 was recording every single conversation in the royal household completely. Right. So they were recording everything. They said it was for security reasons, but they didn't store any recordings, which is obviously a lie. Yeah. And this recording was leaked. There's no proof that it was the royal family who leaked it themselves. Right. But it's very convenient that after this controversy, this recording was released. It was a bit of a godsend. So in it, she says that, you know, she's worried she might be pregnant with his child. Who's this? uh, Diana, she says, like, I'm worried I'm pregnant with Squidgy's child. And she says... um. She says, after all I've done for this fucking family. And like shit like that. You can read it online. Um, however, however, they arranged a kiss and makeup tour of South Korea, which Diana was adamant she didn't want to go on. It only took the Queen to convince her to go. So, listen here. You're going to go on that fucking tour? No, you're doing her voice wrong. It's like, yeah. listen, sit down. Sit oh, down. Yeah. It's me, hey, the Queen. Hey, it's hey, me, Queen Elizabeth. Hey. You you like a salami hut, don't you? So do I. So go on this fucking tour and keep your mouth shut. Hey, hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. Fuck you. Why is there two queens in the room? Get the fuck out of here, I'm Diana. the fucking godfather here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... But they started arguing on the plane to get there. They started Who? screaming at Diana and Charles like to huh. go on this tour. They started screaming on the plane. What is the whole point of this tour, the kiss and makeup? Was well, it? the idea was they wanted to re-solidify the idea that their marriage is working. Right. But like they're trying to keep a good media image. But it's just not working. Like Neither of them really want it to work. Both of them are fucking other people. So... Another phone recording was leaked, but this time it's on Charles' side. And this is a few weeks before Diana's recording. So it's revealed that both of them are sort of equally bad. But because Charles is an idiot, his recording is much more embarrassing. <laughs> I do have an extract from it, and I would like to read from it today. All right, who am I being, Camilla or Charles? It's up to you, man. <laughs> You're laughing already. Don't yeah. read ahead. <laughs> um, shall I be... No, you choose, man. You I'll choose... be Charles. Okay, okay. So this is a very is small this sexual? extract. Yeah, a little. All right. <clears throat> I fill up your tank. Oh, yes, you do. Then you can cope. Then I'm all right. <laughs> what about me? The trouble is, I need you several times a week. <laughs> so do I. Oh, I need you all the week, all the time. Oh, God. I'll just... I think that's got to be more orgasmic. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll just live inside your trousers or something. It would be much easier. (laughs) What are you going to turn into? A pair of knickers! Oh, you're going to come back as a pair of knickers! (laughs) Or, God forbid, a Tampax. That's yeah. gross, man. So that was released to the to the press. Uh, Charles had a period fetish confirmed. So I think some guy in MI5 was cracking up at these recordings <laughs> on both sides. Or just was a big Diana fan and was like, it's not fair we released that recording. <laughs> I've got this one. It's pretty funny. That's fucking gross. Yeah, I know. It sounds like, to me, that just sounds like teenagers, like prepubescent <laughs> yeah, teenagers. No. You but, hang up. But who have only watched, like... Like TV without sex in it. <laughs> oh, I just want to turn into a pair of knickers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, or, God forbid, a Tampax. It is, what are you talking about? It is about? a little bit cute that they've been having 
you know they've been having sex like 12 years at this point and yeah. they're still like they're still like a little bit teenager gross yeah. chicken looking <laughs> charles is a chicken looking fuck like he's gross so the biggest reaction to this leaked recording was against camilla who received hate mail by the sack load she also had a harrowing incident in a local supermarket where she was pelted with bread rolls <laughs> Get her with the bread rolls! No! Stop! <laughs> Not the bread rolls! It's me, Camilla! But, you know, to be fair to Charles, he rural, rural affairs were very common. And he thought that Diana would know about this from the very beginning. And he would commonly say in their arguments, he would say, Do you expect me to be the first Prince of Wales in history not to have a mistress? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? You sound reasonable, bitch. I just love that he goes, Do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who I am? You're like Batman. Yeah, yeah. But like a cunty royal version without anything. So they would try to edge Diana out, um, but again, she would use the media to outshine them. So. So when there would be a royal event, she would take the kids like go karting or something oh, and become yeah. like mum of the year. Like we love Diana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would generally infuriate people. Well, because Di- Diana was like a good mum, wasn't she? Was well, she? she kind of was, but she was very emotionally unstable. Do you think she used them as a bit of a tool? Yeah, definitely for the media oh. and against Charles as well. At one point, actually, what happened was um, <laughs> William got hit over the head with a golf club. Yeah. And it was it was like no he got pneumonia. This is the different. He got pneumonia, so he went to the hospital. Diana phoned Charles, and Charles mm. was like, "Do you want? Do you need me there? Shall I be there?" And she was like, "It's not serious. Like you don't need to come. Like don't worry, you don't need to be there." So he didn't go. So and then Princess Diana, in front of all the media, just stayed up all night long with him, just to paint him as a villain. <laughs> and then the headline that morning was, "What you call yourself a dad?" <laughs> <laughs> so she would deliberately try and fuck him over and yeah, feed him to the media yeah, yeah, sharks. Yeah. Um, uh, do you know much about like Charles's relationship with his kids and Diana, like kind of behind the screen well, of publicity? Yeah, I do actually. I've got a few quotes from the actual kids during arguments. They would. I've got a quote from Prince William who he said. Um, he said, um, "I fucking." He's no, he didn't say I fucking. He was like. I hate you, Papa. I hate you. Why do you make Mummy cry so much? Oh and that was when God. he was 10. Jesus Christ. Charles yeah. is such a cunt. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think he had a particularly good... You know, the thing with Charles, he's so cold. He's so mm. unloving. Yeah. You know, he he was never really there for his children. He'd <laughs> do you know what? Just it's run funny. Off. Like, I believe this has convinced me more that the royal family are lizard people <laughs> than David, David Icke. Icke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, as well... Yeah, uh, he he would just. I was gonna say something, but I've forgotten it. But it doesn't matter. We're gonna keep, right. moving keep moving forward. forward yeah. yeah. So she would try and edge them away. In 1995, Diana took part in a BBC interview for Panorama, which is like the most famous Diana thing ever. Like, mm. so it's like a whole thing is just her interview. So in there, she was in full attack mode. So Fuck. this is a very heavily like artificial it's interview. Very loaded. She did many takes. She chose her outfits. You know, she did the lights. Like it was all set to get a certain vibe, which was fuck the royal family pretty yeah, yeah. much. She said that she doesn't think Charles should be king because he is having an affair and his vows. So she said he would be an unsuitable king, which was very 
common among people at that time. So it was like literally throwing him to the sharks. And, you know, also she said there was three people in our marriage during that interview. So it was a big thing. So immediately after that, the Queen the queen phoned up the Prime Minister, had him sat down and was like, we need to get rid of her. Oh so sent fuck. separate letters, they got divorced, like, very quickly after yeah. those tapes were released. And he also took away her royalty status, so she was no longer part of the royal family. She, she took away her princess status. It, well, the thing is, is prin- the princess actually launched uh, a thing called... You know, she was doing quite a lot of social things with her status, so she was expecting to keep that. So she started launching this thing against landmines. So she was trying to get yeah. landmines, you know, she was Please. trying to get them banned. Because at the time there was like something like 20,000 people dying a month from landmines yeah. because they were uncleared. So she was doing a lot of like good social stuff through yeah, her exactly. status. Yeah. No, it was 2,000 Angolians a month were losing <clears throat> limbs by stepping on uncleared landmines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the foreign office minister was saying that she was being irresponsible by doing this because actually this was losing billions of money for arms, arms companies in America. So this is where we start to get into the plot to murder Diana. Why do people want to kill her? What was she doing wrong? You know, she got divorced. She surely was harmless. Well, there's two main plot threads. There's one in America and there's one in the UK. And the chances are they're both, like, interlinked. So in America, she was doing this landmine thing. She got really close with Hillary Clinton, who also wanted to get rid of landmines. So they had a huge influence on Bill Clinton. And he had promised that he would ban landmines, which was going to cost so much money he was getting strong lobbying people were trying to get him to change his mind but he wouldn't change his mind so it was actually quoted by someone who worked in the cia as saying the only way was to get rid of diana but i'm not sure if i believe that personally it seems a little bit i don't feel like bill clinton i feel like that's very sudden isn't it whereas like with the royal family tied yeah. into england there's just this huge fucking yeah there's build a up. huge build like up. not only that it's just that they're personally she was doing involved. this landmine thing for a long time and she was warned by a lot of people to stop doing what she was doing. Mm. So she was getting threats. So she would speak very clearly that she was worried she was going to get assassinated. Yeah. Um, so also she started dating this guy, Dodi Al-Fahid, who is I do a have divorced... To say, I do have to say, though, like, Diana's, like, obviously with all her mental illness and stuff, like... I just think it's incredible how her, like, in the media, just used, like, media as, like, a weapon. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was her weapon of choice. Well, this like, is the thing. fucking cool how she, she used it She in a started way. a romance with Dodie Alphahead, a divorced Muslim playboy film producer of such classics as <laughs> <laughs> Chariots of Fire and Hook. Oh, yes! With Hook. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. The best film. <laughs> Finch is nodding with approval. He loves it. He loves Hook. Hook's actually Finch's favourite movie. So, That's a fun fact. So Dodie's father... Uh, Mohammed Alphahead is an Egyptian billionaire who owned Harrods and an, he had an unhealthy control in Parliament. So what he oh. would do was he would actually pay MPs money to ask certain questions in PMQs. That's cool. And then he told the press about it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he did it and then he was like, yeah, they're fucked. And he got two Conservative MPs sacked because of what he did. That's sick. And That's think sick. about the royal family, they're quite, like, conservative. Well, like, they're so, like, they're like, but just they, by the sounds of it, it just seems like purist conservative as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like. And they had just lost the election as well and they I put a bit of blame on Mohammed Alpha Head. Yeah, yeah. So she's dating a Muslim guy 
who's got a lot of yeah, wealth, which like, is actually who's fucking like he's basically like a like a sort of conservative parliament anarchist well, in a he, way. He's fighting he, it, isn't he? Well, this is the thing. He had question marks over his wealth, so it might have been a bit dodgy where he got this money from. Oh, so sure. a lot of people are uncomfortable about him actually being a billionaire, knowing Harrods. Um, also, his brother-in-law was the world's biggest arms dealer. He's one of the Fuck. world's biggest arms dealers. So it's all a bit fucking so, shady, and it's very people think that. Diana deliberately went with him because she knew it would call controversy and she wanted to fuck off, like, piss off the royal family. Shit. Yeah, so so she met him. She took a cruise with his entire family um, where Diana actually opened up very quickly about her fears of being killed. She she said that she was concerned that there were powerful, powerful people at court who meant her harm. They're a powerful she people. Lived, they're powerful people. Listen here, they're powerful people. She lived in constant me. fear that the nightmare world of paid assassins was all set to engulf her. Fucking That's hell. a direct quote from a dad who's a bit like Shit. intense. Yeah, <laughs> he's really intense. Can I engulf her in the flames? Sounds like my dad. Listen here, Max. <laughs> You're gonna be shrouded with stress. It's like crazy. So there, there was a, there was a strong chance of them getting proposed. Get, proposing Proposed and getting to? married. Yeah. There's also a strong chance of her being pregnant as well. There'd been a picture leaked of her with a bit of a belly mm. and the media had been going crazy about that. On the day she died, she phoned up um, a royal correspondent um, and she said, I'm, I'm going to change my life quite drastically very soon. And a lot of people think that's because she was pregnant. However, there's no actual proof that she was pregnant. It's okay. just mostly just... Word of mouth. Witness. But the idea is that people in the royal family were convinced she was actually pregnant. Mm. They actually thought she was pregnant, so that's part of the motivation to kill her. Also, in America, so the 19th of September was the day they would sign, so they literally had about three weeks Mm. before Bill Clinton would potentially sign to ban landmines. So this plan was devised, apparently, to get rid of Diana, to assassinate her. So this is on the day she died... The Daily Mirror published an article, like not knowing about Diana, and this is it. Prince Philip has let rip several times. Let rip. Oh gosh, Several times recently about the fires at a dinner party during a country shoot. While on a visit to close friends, he's been speaking of his contempt for Dodie and how undesirable as a future stepfather to William and Harry. Do you mean contempt? Contempt. Yeah, not. Content is the opposite. Oh, he's content. <laughs> I quite like. I have me. to say, I'm really content. I really like Jody. What a legend! He's a good fucker. I <laughs> yeah. want to hang out with him. He brings. No, he brings... contempt. Yeah, yeah. contempt. Um, contempt for Dodi and how undesirable is a future stepfather to William and Harry. Diana had been told in no uncertain terms about the consequences should she continue the relationship. Oh, fucking shit this on This is you. in the paper on the day she died. Shit. But they didn't like. Obviously, they didn't know it was published on the day she died. So like. How weird is that? Um, so they so they thought, this is going to be a kid. He's going to be Muslim. He's going to be the stepbrother to William and Harry. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they, they wouldn't know. The more racist people in the royal family would probably yeah. advise as William well and as Harry. As well as the more racist conservatives and liberals as well, and like Labour, Labour people as well. I mean, a lot of people would have issue with that. Although it makes you wonder, like, if she had had this, like, Muslim kid, like, would that have brought forth like an era of like more acceptance potentially? Exactly, that's the idea. It's a bit tragic if you think about it. So she arrived in France and she went straight to the Ritz Hotel, which was owned by Dodie's father. Mm. And the head of security there is called Henri Paul. Henri Paul. Henri Paul. Hello. Hello. Uh, Henri Paul. So Henri Paul 
was supposed to be off that weekend, but he decided to work there just because he knew that Diana was coming. And there are there is undeniable proof that Henri Paul worked for MI6. Fuck. And he on he had received um he had received money, money, money. I want to be exact by how much money he received because he did receive a lot. He received £140,000 paid into his account Fuck. from the MI6 paymaster's office. On that day? No, just like generally. Oh. On that day, so what happened was he left at 7pm, came back at 10pm and in that time he had got £2,000 in cash which was found on his body because he's the driver of the car. Yeah, And also... And also... The French government, he worked for the French secret services as well. They admit that he worked for the French secret services, but they won't say what he did in that three hours. It, like, specifically those three hours. So it is an idea that Henri Paul was convinced to make Diana and Dodi go to the Arry Tunnel where she was killed. That was the idea, because what happened was when he got back... Dodie's plans completely changed. So Diana and Dodie had planned to spend the night in in the executive suite in this hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and also there's a there's a chance that he proposed to her on that day as well, yeah, which yeah. is really sad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but um but once Henri Paul got there, he wanted to go back to his apartment, which was only a mile away. And he had convinced Dodie that he didn't need a bodyguard or a backup car. Or any security at all. He was like, oh, I'll just drive you. I'm on Henry with Paul. Paul. Yeah, I'm on with Paul. Don't worry. Don't worry, I'll drive Don't you. Don't worry about it. I'll drive Don't you. I'm on with Paul. Hey, watch me go. Watch me go. Hey, I'm like, a, I'm, like a, I'm like a duck in the wind. Ooh, I'm on with Paul. So when, That's what he's like. <laughs> if you see him in interviews, that's actually what he sounds like. It's really weird. He's like... Yeah, I'm on with I'm with Paul. I collect little duckies. They have them all in my cupboard. Did I tell you that I'm a secret agent? Well... Yeah, so when, when Trevor Reese Jones, who was a bodyguard there, found out about this plan, he said, no fucking way. Yeah, that's a bit fucking stupid, yeah. mate. Yeah, is he leaving without a bodyguard? No fucking way is he leaving without a bodyguard. So Trevor Reese Jones convinced Dodie to let him in the car as well. So Trevor Reese Jones is waiting for this limousine, and also Henri Paul is not licensed to drive this limousine as well. So it's addedly suspicious. So that was the biggest law that was broken that night. <laughs> a crime! You do not have a permit. That's the conspiracy. <laughs> Why didn't they give on Paul a driver's license? Well, you have to have a special license for a limousine. It's probably because he's a paedophile. <laughs> Most likely. Charles is actually on Paul in disguise. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Henri Paul. I loved you when you were 19. <laughs> Don't you love me? Fuck me. <laughs> 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 so um, Trevor Reese Jones waited outside to see the lim- to wait for the limousine, and he spotted this free free door car, light coloured car, waiting around there. Thought, hmm, whatever, he's a bodyguard. He knows these sorts of things. You know, he's, he's wasn't it a white car? Yeah, he noticed a white, like light coloured car, white or light. Uh, they then the limousine arrived. They got in the car and they drove away. This is at with Henri um, Paul twelve twenty. Henri Paul driving. Trevor Reese Jones in the front. Dodie and Diana in the back. Mm. The last thing Trevor Reese Jones remembers, because he's the only survivor, is he remembers. Trevor Reese Jones is the bodyguard, right? Yeah, he's the only survivor. He remembers that light white coloured car following them. And yeah, also. Read, this is what I've read, yeah. Yeah, and also he remembers Henri Paul. Henri Paul! Being completely con- in control and completely sober of the situation. Because it, what we would learn is after the accident. French officials would say he was three times the limit. So what what actually happened was this car drove along, 
the paparazzi started chasing them, but they got very far ahead of them and actually outrun them. Then, Henri Paul drove the wrong way to Dodie's apartment. He took a left when he should have gone straight forward and down towards the tunnel. No one really knows why he went the wrong way. Perhaps because he was paid off that day with that £2,000 to get them in the tunnel and he, in terms, was being fucked over because yeah, he, he didn't, didn't know, know he was going to get killed. He didn't know he was going to get killed. He's just on RuPaul. He's, he's just, just on RuPaul. He trusts everyone. Yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's a quacky duck collector. He's a quacky like, duck collector. Yeah, like, he's just on RuPaul, man. Like, <laughs> fuck it, like, can we really blame him? Like, you know, he's just naive. Poor. Honestly, on RuPaul's the real victim in this story. <laughs> Hello, it's me, on RuPaul. Watch me go, so he does that all the time. It was cute. According to witnesses, when he arrived in the tunnel, this white vehicle was waiting for him and like leapt in front of him. And it's this white Fiat Uno, mm. and also a motorcycle with two people on board as well. Drove through the tunnel. The car swerved to the right in front of the Mercedes limousine. The white car. The white car swerved to the right, front of the Mercedes limousine, and the motorcycle flashed a bright light in the driver's eyes and then that's when there was the crash i do have some <clears throat> some quotes to support that this is actually the case uh so this is one this is uh francois uh Leviste, and he said i said to my wife there must be some big on, shot behind French? us yeah doing a french accent i said to my wife there must be a big shot behind us yeah, with a, a police escort <laughs> do you want to read it is that yeah, I do. is that what, you, is yeah, yeah, what yeah. you're getting at is that there's a quote Okay. <clears throat> so I said to my wife that there must be a big shot behind us with a police escort. Then I went down the tunnel. I went down into the tunnel and again in my rear view mirror I saw the car in the middle of the tunnel with a motorcycle on its left with two people on it which swerved to the right directly in front of the car. As it swerved there, there was a flash of light. It was an explosion of light, like a searchlight. But then I was heading out of the tunnel and heard, but did not see, the impact. I immediately pulled my car over to the curb, but my wife said, let's get out of here. It is a terrorist attack. That was amazing. Thank you. That's why you're an actor. That's why, yeah. You can just turn into a character like that. That's it. I just became that character, much like I just became Henri Paul, much like I become many other people. Like, so as last soon as I became Hitler, so as good. soon as this car hit the thirteenth pillar, yeah, of this tunnel, um, Dodi and Omri Paul died instantly. Immediately died. Uh, Trevor Reese Jones, the bodyguard, he had his face ripped open. Oh my god! Like literally, completely ripped open. But Diana actually seemed to be in pretty good condition. Mm-hmm. None of them were wearing their seatbelts for some reason in the back. They just oh, didn't want to wear their What time belts. is it? It's the French way. It's the French way. But 1997. What, 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 1997. Fuck seatbelts. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Diana seemed in pretty good condition. She wasn't wearing seatbelt, but she lunged forward. It would only be known much later on that actually she had severed a pole pulmonary like vein pulmonary vein like yeah. internal bleeding yeah so she would internally bleed like for a long time and oh, this is the fuck. thing that killed her but because she seemed okay and she was actually speaking at the beginning people didn't think her, her she was in a critical position it's fucking horrible man so the medics arrived um they got her into it's not really right to call it an ambulance because in france in paris at this point it wasn't really an ambulance is more like a portable operating theatre, so it's much more sophisticated than our ambulances. Yeah. Um, so this ambulance thing was criticised heavily, like because depending on which 
report you read, Eva took an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and 45 minutes to get her to the hospital. Yeah. But actually, it had to go very slow because, you know, they were doing surgery on her, like, the entire time. However, what is suspicious is even though they had radio contact with the hospital, when they arrived at the hospital, there was no, like, heart specialist there. Fuck. So, also, they had not got a bypass machine up and running either to keep mm. her going like on a machine Fuck. so they literally had nothing prepared when they got her there yeah. they just started and it was only actually the heart surgeon or the specialist arrived kind of late and yeah. it was only then that he arrived that they realized you know Shit. they had done it a bit differently than they should have done it yeah because actually what had happened was um i think it was a it was a president i think it was reagan mm. had had his pulmonary vein broken as well but he got surgery in time and he survived but because they rushed him to the hospital very quickly he was able to survive whereas with diana it took a very long time because of the french way it suggested that if this had happened in the uk or america she might have lived but we have no real way of knowing that the bloody french (laughs) but what is suspicious is an hour after you know she was taken away they had the complete tunnel where she was had an accident disinfected and completely cleared and reopened. And this is the thing that's strange is if it was a normal road accident, normally it's about 24 hours that is left. Yeah. So there was only three special travel, uh, traffic accident specialists in Paris at that time. Fuck. And by the time he actually arrived, the road was open and he was like, where's the accident? Like, because it had just been completely cleared away. That's really fucking Mercedes contacted them very soon after they heard, saying, like, oh, we'll look at the wreckage. And they said no. Which is very suspicious as well. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this. (laughs) Also, uh, after after it sort of happened, French authorities denied there being a Fiat Uno there. Mm -hmm. So the witnesses were like, yeah, there was a Fiat Uno. And they were like, no, there wasn't. You're being crazy. There wasn't one. So they said there wasn't one. But really, when you look at the accident, they actually found pieces of the Fiat Uno car there. They found bits of its like brake light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also found paint smeared on the front of the car yeah, where yeah. it impacted it. So there definitely was a Fiat Uno. So after three weeks, they were like, yeah, there is a Fiat Uno. And they were like, can you search for the Fiat Uno? And instead of looking for the entirety of Paris, they looked in two boroughs near the tunnel for the Fiat Uno. <laughs> So it was a bit of a botched investigation from day one. They immediately said it was an accident. French officials met and they said, all right, no one is allowed to say but murder. That, but it's like, that's how it is, isn't it? We were yeah. talking about this again last time. It's just like, when when there is like a cover-up like this, it's just people are real vague. They're just yeah. like, oh no, like, just yeah, exactly. leave it. Um, I know, this is man, his name is Richard Tomlinson. So he worked for MI6 for five and a half years mm. and he was active during this time. And he's now... Uh, a bit of a Edward Snowden Um, but he's currently in prison actually for revealing government secrets Um, so he has said that there was a assassination plan in 1992 for President Soboldan Miller Service. President Sebulba from Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) Sebulba. They were going to get him in the pod race. Good good plan. (laughs) Of Serbia it was proposed he should be killed in a stage crash as his car passed into a motorway tunnel on his way to Geneva. It, the idea was to have someone in a motorcycle go up in front of him and flash a light at him yeah. and get him to crash. So he was pretty certain that this was an MI6 job. Um, what's interesting as well is the French authorities claimed Henri Paul, the driver, was three times past the drinking limit 
even though his bloods hadn't actually been anal- analysed by that point. So they, it was literally just a guess. Yeah. So, But this blood test that they did finally release did show that he was three times the limit, but also showed that 20% of his blood contained carbon monoxide. Which is like a poison? We, well, I mean, carbon monoxide is, like you know, in cigarettes and stuff. Yeah. And a heavy smoker will have around like 10% carbon monoxide in his body. But 20% meant that when he died, his level was around 34%, which is a lethal amount of carbon monoxide. Monoxide. Also, if he had even 20% carbon monoxide, he would be like dizzy, vomiting. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to stand. You know, Fuck. he would definitely not be able to drive. So this guy did some digging and he had an informant who worked in the mortuary in Paris at that time. And there's like 150 deaths in Paris that night. I guess it's quite standard. I don't know. But one of the people was an alcoholic who killed himself in his car with carbon monoxide and mm. it's said that that it was his blood sample yeah, that they yeah. got and Fuck. not Henri Paul Henri Paul's family requested to have the blood sample tested to make sure it was his they said no they kept they kept asking and eventually the French authorities said we lost it Oh, for fuck. <laughs> we don't have this blood sample anymore we've oh, completely shit. lost it down the back of the sati <laughs> so um, also the fact that I watched this documentary where they tried to disprove the Diana assassination plot, but they they sh- basically made a car crash at the same speed and it, to a same similar mm. pillar, and it was exactly the same. And they tested other things, but the one thing is they tried to get the guy the same level of drunk as Henri Paul yeah. and get him in a driving simulator to show how easy it would have been to crash. But he kept falling asleep and could barely stand, and he just wouldn't do it. Like he wouldn't even get in the car. He was that drunk. Fuck. So if Henri Paul was as drunk as his blood well, test, well, you're forgetting suggests... one key thing though. Henri Paul is fucking unstoppable. <laughs> drinking you could just fucking there's also it. cctv footage of on report on that night where he, he like fine. elegantly ties his shoelace and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. plus the fact that it was a bodyguard's jobs to make sure that someone who was drunk wouldn't drive the two yeah, vips like the most yeah, famous woman in the world it, at this point it just doesn't fucking add up it doesn't does it? add up at all no. so what did happen was the alpha hid family did try and research into who was driving this fear uno and they did much better than the french police did um they tracked it down to a man his name was James Anderson James Anderson uh, was a very famous paparazzi guy working in Europe he actually had millions of dollars from his pictures but he also worked for MI6 and the French government as well so and he owned the exact same Fiat Uno um, which was seen and also collected in evidence at the time of the crash. And he also boasted to people that he saw Diana in her last moments and kept telling a lot of people. Eventually, he was brought in for questioning by the French government. And then he said, like, oh, I wasn't in Paris that night and threw some receipts at them. And they were like, that's good enough. Fucking hell. And the receipts could have come from anyone. Like, yeah. they didn't have to be him. And also, he, he told them, oh, my car at the moment's not even working. It's on bricks, like, in a field. Like, I'm not driving it. Which was complete shit, because people had seen him driving it, like, you know, around that exact same week. Oh. And he sold it a few weeks after the accident. Plus, they found the car that he, he had during that time period, compared the paint samples to the one found on Diana's car, and it's an exact Fuck match. Now, man, But three years after Diana died, James Anderson was found 400 miles away from his home in the burnt wreckage of his new car. It was locked, but they never found any keys, and he was burnt alive inside the car. Fucking hell. And do you know what they say? Suicide. He poured gasoline over himself and 
Yeah. And set That's himself alight. That's the a very uncommon way to kill yourself. And his family are trying to get them to reopen it and look at it as a murder, but that isn't the case. Um, so more like proof that, generally speaking, if this wasn't an assassination, it's definitely very fishy, and we should start considering it is an assassination. I'm basically convinced it's an assassination when I read this evidence. You've convinced me, my man. <laughs> you convinced Finch. Finch, you convinced. Finch is convinced. Um, this is this is some great information. Basically, a w- uh, the day after. Diana died. There was a bunch of pictures of like the crime scene and stuff like that, mm. and they were trying to sell them on. But then, when they find out Diana did actually die, they thought this is not ethically right for us to profit from her death, so they completely stopped it. But the people they were talking to about selling the pictures to yeah. got raided the next day. So in the middle of the night, um, <laughs> Leon Shal. I can't do French names. Leon. I'll just call him Leon. Oh, Leon. So Leon, a London-based photojournalist, was woken by his wife's screams. The front door was wide open. They'd been robbed. The only things were stolen were computer disks and electronic equipment used for storing and transmitting photographs. And also, a month after James Anderson, the Fiat Uno driver, was found um, dead, a month later, his his company, where, which he worked for, where they had pictures, was also raided by three men in balaclavas and guns for three hours, and the police did not turn up once. And they wow. dismantled cameras and they stole computer Shit's computer so drives. Up. This is so fucked up. Yeah, so I mean, the Queen, don't fuck with the Queen. You know, we might not want to say he's a paedophile in case we get put on the put on the on the list. It's just too late, man. We call him a paedophile so much now. Yeah. Are you scared? <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck. Do you think fucking Finch is an MI5 fucking oh, informant? no. <laughs> Are you fucking coming on down on us? Shit. But also, um, so after Princess Diana died, um, a royal representative was sent to France. Even though she was her royal status was removed, Charles had her body embalmed, so it was preserved. Mm. This was illegal because Charles was not the next of kin, because they were divorced. This could only be decided by their mother, and also a full autopsy had not been done. So this this, uh, bombing was taking place, and her stomach was filled with this acid. So basically, like, there's no way to tell if she was pregnant anymore. She was flown flown straight to London, and she was buried very quickly. so I mean, you know, this is this is the situation here. Is that we honest, don't man, know if like, she was pregnant. The most horrific aspect of this to me is just like how like a group of people that like are celebrated here in this country can like even if we take the conspiracy out of it, like treat a human being like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Really fucking kick about someone, and like the moment they try to start to fight back, it's just like they fuck. They fucking yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, Mohammed Alfahed is convinced that his son was killed by the royal family. Mm. Um, well, it end, well, the end of our story is Charles got to marry Camilla. So he, him and Camilla are now married. I guess that's a happy ending. And what happened to old Andrew, Camilla's boyfriend? Oh, I don't know what happened to Andrew. He won the world's biggest cuck award. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, I think I'm done. Yeah, I think that's all my information. I don't know, man. I feel Guys, really like... Guys, email us out. in. Tell us what you think yeah. about Princess and Diana. Also, if you've got any kind of conspiracies that you feel like you want us to cover, yeah, email us in true. as well. Just like, email us you know, anything. We're, we're ready just to lonely. take any suggestions. I don't have any friends. I don't like Sammy very much. <laughs> so an email would be really great to it's fill my time. It's amnesiajelly at gmail.com. 
Brilliant. Thank you very much. And I guess we'll see you next week with our next episode, which will be on whether the frogs are turning us gay. They are.